adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze, episode 54. Uh, I'm Mike Prelly. This is Dave Regina, co-host, behind the ones and twos, Kai Vision, audio visuals. Uh, we have an intern, forget his name, just kidding, Justin. <laughs> uh, and on No Snooze, we document our journey to be better fathers, friends, husbands, and professionals, and much more. Dave, first thing I saw today, that suit is Fueca. Beautiful intro, by the way. Thank you. I'm trying. We're that, trying to be more professional. That's got to be the staple moving forward, so... I think we're we're evolving every day. Trying to, yes. Um, great, just, I don't know, great energy, the intro. So, yes, if you haven't listened, uh, welcome. And if you are a listener, then welcome back. Um, this is episode 54. We'll be talking about living with intention, right, and purposeful living. But before we do that, thank you for the suit acknowledgement. Yes. Uh, you look great as always. I don't really do the full suits for work. I mean, I go top and bottom but not a shirt and tie so that uh, that's one of my away from it i feel like i'm complimenting you every week and people are probably sick of this bromance but i feel like that outfit and that look is like what i want to be in when i go on a night out for what i'm trying to do locally well remember when you guys all roasted me when i came from work and i i walked into the house and i had a blazer on and like a, a sweater underneath and you guys were all making fun of me I don't know. Remember what? at at Alyssa and Billy's house, probably. And everyone's probably. like, "Why are you wearing a blazer?" Well, you, we weren't going a night out for drinks. Right. We were at Billy and Alyssa's house, but I do get crap all the time because I show places in a suit because I come from work typically. Yep. And people are like, "Oh, you got dressed up for me?" That's everyone's favorite saying. And I'm like, "Yeah, I just I got dressed just for you today." Yep. And the the weather's been crazy over here on uh, the Northeast, right? That's yes. Where we are. I don't know. Yeah, nor- Northeast. Um, but today, so sunny. I mean, we got a 50 degree day. Yeah, it's beautiful and out. For the rest of the week, it's all right. So I, I went with the light blue. Um, I've had this suit for a while, but the reason why I got it was two years ago now, uh, when that article came out for the local 30 under 30, this was the suit that I wanted to be featured. Mm, that's and nice. Come to find out, they dropped the article in black and white. I saw it. Yes, I remember the video uh, too. So, <laughs> and the video was in black and white. Uh, or did we make it black and white? No, no, we made it black and okay. white. Yeah. So yeah, the article you didn't you didn't see it, but now hopefully you see it. So. And on another note, uh, if you want to learn more about fashion, I actually watched a ton of videos on teaching men's fashion. Nice. It's this guy who's like an influencer. He's pretty fit. You know, beautiful wife. Seems like a very good looking guy. Uh, but he talks about fashion all the time. So he's it's a good channel. Like wow. ten minute videos. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you don't need the help, but (laughs) people like myself who are trying to up their game, have a glow up for 2021, join the train and hop on. Listen, speaking of glow up, let's go pod bod. No more dad bod. We're going straight father figure updates from here on out. I agree. All right. You want me to start us off? Yeah. I would like for you to start us off. Okay. So, you know, last week I really didn't have the best week. We had, we came to record. I went from 12 to 12.1. Yeah. Right yeah. now, I weighed back in. My weight is actually up to two twenty nine. Okay, uh, muscle went up to one hundred eighteen point eight pounds. Wow! And then the body fat went down from twelve one to eleven seven. Beautiful. So a solid week. 
Um, I really minimized the cheats after last week. However, on this past Sunday, I had a phenomenal cheat meal. Love it. I went, um, we did Chinese, and I had chicken and broccoli, extra spicy garlic sauce, pork fried rice, hot and sour soup, extra noodles on the side. Wow. And then I topped it off with a cannoli and a cupcake. Holy hell. That that is a cheat meal after my own heart. You know I right. love Chinese food. Yes, um, but I can't eat any Chinese food probably until uh, April first. We got we're getting low though. We're, yeah, getting, we're getting low. low. And we're is it April first or April fifth? No, it's April fifth is when we have to report. I'm going to need those yeah. five days. Yeah, in absolutely. my head already, I think it's going to come right down to the wire. I agree. Um, but yeah, for some reason, when I was listening back to last episode, I thought we had more time than we really do. You were spot on though, and you were like, "Yeah, you can't really take Karina's advice and chill." Because you know how she was saying, hover around the 12 and then go hard. So I, I don't know about that. But I'm 48 workouts in yes. to my goal of 260 for the year. For those that don't know, I set a goal every year where I have to work out at least five times a week, times 52 weeks, right? And that gives me the 260. Yep. So I'm 48 workouts in. I'm ahead of the game because I can't take days off like that. I, you know? Listen, I love it. I uh, didn't realize how short February was until you're in it and you're like, where the hell did this month go? Right. Um, Talk to me, though. Give me, the, give me your update. And when you say uh, your muscle, is it skeletal muscle mass? Skeletal muscle mass. Number? Yeah, because okay. I've been trying to monitor that. Wow. I told you that I don't want that number for me personally. Yeah, which I like. To, to be dropping. I want it to rise up. Um, and all I'm trying to do now is convert the weight that I really have, right? If I'm between 225 and 230, convert whatever fat I have over to muscle. But doesn't it just burn off and then you replace it with muscle? It doesn't actually like convert. I don't really know. I think I think it does. It burns off and then someone that is smarter than us <laughs> comment. But I believe you burn it off and then you add muscle like in its place. Okay. Like if you're burning fat, you there's more space. Space for like it a to... parking spot. I think that's how it works. <laughs> so the body is like a parking spot, and fat takes up more parking spaces. Gotcha. So in theory, if you lose you know three parking spaces of fat, right, you can add. Like one parking space of muscle. Gotcha. Which, I don't know. Which I makes sense. So, up, I mean, this is like the, I have a Chevy Tahoe. So, this is like the Tahoe just trying to get into a tractor trailer space. So exactly. Plenty of space to go, right? That's right. You got to get rid of the fat. That's Do right. you know how many pounds of fat you have? How many pounds of fat I have? No, I don't. I, I mean, we could do the conversion. No, I was just curious. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know Can it offhand. Can you do a quick one no, while I, I talk? No, All right. I don't think Forget so. Forget it. I was just curious because I'm curious as to w- at what point does the fat loss become very difficult when you're not like is it a is it a percentage or is it a certain amount of pounds that the body reacts to you know what i'm saying yep that's a good point um you know my point being are, is that your total father figure i don't want to jump into my yes father. oh no that that that's me um and then on a serious note we only have 40 days to go yeah 40 mike i know and i i you know we'll talk about where i'm at which i'm happy with i am but i'm impressed you you Honestly, I never doubted you. I have you a lot that. of I have a lot of an admissions to make today, and admit I have a lot of uh, realizations where I was incorrect come, all of February. Come to Jesus moments. Yes, uh, I would like to come men- to Dave with those moments. Okay, I would like to mention I'm pretty good on cheat days and cheat meals. Um, I've restricted them unless I have to do something. Uh, as you know, I have the show. Tell Mike sent you. Yep. And of course, this week. I double booked by accident. I was talking to the, the way it works is like you reach out to a bunch of people, yep. just like when we have guests. Yep. And then a lot of them don't respond. Mm-hmm. So you have to do a volume to try to get one. So I reached out to a bunch of people and two people responded, but the two people that responded just assumed that we were confirmed. 
you know, mm. maybe I wasn't clear enough. Yep. Um, one's a, a little uh, spot that does tacos, and the the gentleman, uh, his name's Carlos, and I don't know if English is like first language, mm-hmm. so he, I think he just assumed we were confirmed. So it's an, a good dude. So I talked to um, Chris Jones, my my video arm, and uh, we're gonna do a double header today. Wow. Uh, which has stressed me out a little bit because we haven't really done this before, and I got to make sure the palate's fresh for the second one. Okay. Point being. I've been doing all this while knowing that I have these cheat meals mm-hmm. that I can't avoid, but it's l- had me limit my, because uh, in the past, those cheat meals for the show, I would go wild. Yep. I'd get like everything on the menu because I was at the place. Mm-hmm. Now I'm eating what I need to, and then I'm done. Gotcha. And if they offer me stuff, I said, sure, and I take it home, and I throw it out or give it to Dana or mm-hmm. family. Yep. So that's the big difference. So my big admission today Uh-oh. is that I was wrong all of February. I should have stuck to my original plan, but the positive is that I think I reset my metabolism. And what, I can, what were you wrong at? So the weigh-in, right? So I did my weigh-in, and I still made progress, but I didn't gain any muscle. Okay. So my muscle stayed flat at one hundred, uh, which or one hundred one point four, excuse me. Um, so it went up a pound, uh, but stayed pretty flat based on yeah. So at the end of January, I was at a hundred. So I only gained one pound of muscle this month. Previously in January, I gained 13 pounds of muscle. Mm. That's what it, I mean, uh, based on this. Yep. Uh, the fat came down, and I'm at 15.6 from okay. 16.1. So I'm very happy with that. Okay. But I'm realizing that if I'm going to get this, yes, the progress is good, but it's not fast enough, right? Four days left. If it goes to plan, I'm going to be very close, mm-hmm. but things are going to slow down the lower you get down. So I, which is what I'm seeing now. Yeah. So my thought is, I know you're like 118 pounds of muscle. I'm thinking that I need to put on like 10 pounds of muscle, (laughs) which is, yeah. See, you laugh, right? No, no. It's a lot to do in a month. Tons. No. Right. In January, I added. You said 13. Yeah. So I'm hoping by doing a couple adjustments uh, that I'll be able to pump it up and have a nice sprint to the Mm -hmm. end. So I'm committing to sticking to this strategy that I'm about to outline for the rest of the challenge. I like hearing that. So that's kind of how I work is like I try a bunch of stuff and then what I think is the game plan, then you stick to and you keep your head down. You don't get distracted. February was a big month of distractions, which is good. still had progress. Yes, still progress, but I think I slowed myself down. Mm -hmm. The positive is I think I reset the metabolism. So now I'm going up to 250 plus grams of protein a day. I'm eating average, you know, every three hours and I'm not limiting carbs too much. I'm doing 150 carbs a day about, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, really focusing on the protein intake and lifting super heavy and then doing low intensity, steady state. Uh, I talked to uh, pump to the max, which is Daryl, my cousin's husband. He's in way um, better shape than us. He's in amazing shape. Way so I'm like, shape. you know what? Stop, let's stop guessing. I'm like, Daryl, <laughs> yeah. I need to gain 10 pounds in a month. He started laughing. Or 10 uh, pounds of muscle. He started laughing. And I'm like, what do I need to do? He's like, what are you doing now? And I explained them, you know, he's the like, fast. Do the opposite. Yeah. He's like, basically, don't do that. You <laughs> got to eat way more. And he's like, you got to uh, you gotta lift heavy. Yeah. He's like, you got to lift heavy. And his whole thing is he does like a pre-pump party where mm-hmm. he drinks his pre-workout and yep. gets fired up. So the pre-workout is back, which I've loved. It's been amazing. I don't know if you can tell the energy. I see it um, now. Yeah, the focus is like on another level. Um, 
so I had that conversation with him. Right after I talked to him, a guy in Rye posted the weights that I was talking about that are the heavier version of the Bowflex. Wow. That was the no snooze approved last week. Yes. And with the rack. So I hit him up and I said, listen, I'll show up today with cash. What's the best number you can give me on these things? I'm not going to haggle. Give me a number. I'll give you yes or no, which a lot of people say you're not supposed to do, but I'm not. I got to get it done, right? I got to get the weights. I got to start lifting. Came back with a decent number. I mean, 700 bucks. It's an investment, but I need them. And to get to this, my thought was if I get this 10%, the amount of uh, merch and exposure that we're going to get when I have that shirt off on the episode (laughs) is going to be well worth it, right? (laughs) That's right. So long story short, I got the bench now. Also, that's foldable. The Flybird, it might be an approved at another point in time. I have it all tucked away in the Peli Nook the night before I set out the weights. I've never felt so strong and like what I used to feel like when I used to play sports. There you go. I miss the weights so much. And now that I actually have the the the, the pounds, yep. I'm like more confident that I can hit the goal because I'm lifting like I used to lift and I'm actually struggling and you know, starting to see some progress. Are you coming for the dumbbell daddy crown? I almost got hurt this morning. <laughs> I was doing uh, shoulders and I did squats. And uh, so I've been, Daryl also told me to go to a bro split. So a bro split is when you, before I was doing full body workouts. Yeah. So my thought too was like the way I can build the most muscle is if I build it everywhere mm-hmm. and I have to like focus on air, really tear it up and then fill it with protein. So I'm doing uh, chest and not on certain days. It depends on my schedule. I'm doing chest, uh, chest and buys, back, try, no, chest, tries, back, buys, like the really standard mm-hmm. one, legs, shoulders, and then doing the back, buys, chest, tries, back, shoulders. So I'm doing yep. a three-day's turn. Gotcha. And I'm hoping that if I eat enough protein, I'll be able to recover fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll be able to pump in way more workouts in the 40 days. So that's that. And then I'm going, I'm staying off the Peloton other than low intensity, steady state, because I feel like it slowed down my progress because I worked hard on the Peloton and it's not ideal for fat loss, but it's good for like, uh, um, what's the word? I don't know. Uh, endurance. Don't know okay. Right. But why isn't it good for fat loss? So they say this, they say that. Who's when, they? Uh, <laughs> all these people I'm watching, Jeff Nippard, uh, there's a guy, I forget, Paul. Rivera? I'll get his name. It's a dude, he's like 45, and all he talks about, he was a bodybuilder natural, and to get shredded, all he did was walk. He's, and you know how I am. I'm a disciple of walking. <laughs> and I hate running. And he's like, listen, he's like, all I did, every time I got on a phone call at work, I walked. So I started to do that. Yeah. Every time I'm on the phone, I start walking. So I need to walk at like 15,000 steps a day. I haven't been getting the 15. March, I'm going to be strict about it. February is like learning how to mm-hmm. get up to it. Um, and, uh, you know, jump roping counts towards those steps. So like in a 45-minute session of jump rope, I can get like 6,000 steps. So this guy, oh, Paul Ravella is the guy's name, and he's absolutely shredded. And he's like, listen, you got to keep the food. You got to keep the protein high and the food high, like mm-hmm. you were saying. But he's like, you got to do cardio that doesn't restrict your b- muscle building. And it's so low intensity that it doesn't... Um, it's called interference. They mm-hmm. always use it. Doesn't interfere. So I think that I'm. I think that's my strategy. Okay, I'm with you. I'm, what is I'm, your? Con- are you more confident now? Less confident? Uh, are you worried? No, I, the strategy is going to work if you stick to it. 
Yeah. But my concern yes, is give me your you concern. might have no, you might research something else. And no, then no, two so weeks in, I'm committed say, to this. So okay. Here's the other rule I did. I'm no longer watching any fitness videos. Good. I, I thought that was actually doing you damage because I saw that you were going to so many different techniques. Well, like I talked about, I like to le- like fire hose it yep. so that everything's coming out, at me and then be like, all right, I like this and gotcha. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. No, I mean, everything Daryl's saying is definitely, you know, something that you can apply and it will work. 40 days for, f- what is it, 5.8%? So I, I did the math. If I add 10 pounds of muscle yep. and I lose no more fat, I'm at 10%. That's great then. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it could definitely happen. It's going to be it's going to be a, a stretch. I think mine is going to be a stretch too. I think I'll get to 10%. I'm trying to get uh, below. Let's what, yeah, what um, what's your real goal? Let's no, tell the Well, people. honestly, my real goal was to be in the best shape of my life as we'll talk about intent later on, but, but Mr. give me an actual number. What to Yeah, what was your Honestly, real? if I come in under 10%, I'm going to be extremely happy. Okay. Okay. Extremely happy. Um I mean, I'd love I'm sure to get under 9%, right? I know I said that last episode, but the the goal was to be under 10% because I've never been there in my life. Do you think it is going to be more satisfying when we hit these numbers knowing that we did it as new parents? That's part of my intense stuff mm-hmm. later on, like yeah, proving yeah. to yourself, you know, that yeah. like you're going through this crazy time in your life and you commit to something and you live with intention and then you take the actions to do it and it does something for your psyche. And part of it that I think about too is like there's never a good time to do anything. This yep. is probably the worst time yeah, oh yeah. of all time Absolutely. to do it. With a We're doing a renovation. So we have to be at the house, out of the house at a certain Which, time. Which, by the way, don't have a basement. This renovation, I mean, you would think you were putting on a, a fifth floor. Let me, let me. Why is it taking so long? So in Greenwich, they have uh, inspections. Yeah. And so I need to do everything by the book because the game plan is to rent this out in the future. Yes. So you have to file permits. When you file permits, there's five inspections you have to get through. There's a rough, uh, plumbing, electrical, HVAC. You know, we didn't do a big project, but mm-hmm. we added square footage. And we also added every item of a house within this little section. Yep. So we have to go through all of that. Everything. In addition, it's the craziest time ever in real estate. There's people building left and right because there's money, you know, dispensable income all over the market. Yep. So it's just the perfect storm again. Mm-hmm. Probably the worst time ever to do a renovation. But we're, you know, just because it's a bad time to do it, we were like, we need to do this because we're, you know, we're trying to push the timeline to potentially get that next house before the end of the year is what we talked about in the beginning of the goal. So we're situating ourselves. We've made some financial moves to be ready if the right property comes. We're not in a rush because we want to enjoy our renovation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in a perfect world, if we can sneak out in the summer and rent our property in the summer when people can take advantage of the yard, you know, and some of the new things, it might be a good timing. Yep. No, makes sense. Um, I'm getting involved in a little project myself I had told you about personally, but I'll disclose more information as it as it comes but it's in real estate and yep. i guess i love it when i was reading one of our intros or something you identify as a real estate investor yeah right i think that needs to be added to my resume then, absolutely no? if anything you're more of a real estate investor technically i haven't rented anything out i i invest but i don't have any tenants yet and the goal now is to get a commercial right but you got for me. Oh, commercial property. A commercial property. I think I'm in a commercial. Like, oh. beyond a commercial, I'm like, well, what is that? <laughs> no, 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 no. A commercial yeah, yeah. property. Yeah, which I love. Um, you Good know, time. It, it's a great time, but it's scary. Very it's scary. scary. We Commercial's talked about a whole nother we'll keep. We'll keep, you know, I'll keep it on the burner until things start moving. You know me. If we, I mean, if this turns into more real estate talk, I know for a fact real estate is the number one produ- uh, producer of millionaires. Oh, yeah, of course. So yep. I'm sure the majority of the people have some interest yep. in real estate. Good. So- 
All right. Uh, last little comment about the PodBot update. Uh, love the Peloton. Have been doing the low-intensity steady state, which requires you to be on the bike longer. And my rear end was killing me. And I, I consider myself to be a little more, uh, you know, have a little more junk in the yep. trunk. Dying. And I'm like, maybe there's something I'm doing wrong. Maybe I'm sitting poorly. I sprung and I got a bike padded. I saw that. Pant. I don't even know what you call it. Yeah. Bike pants? Yeah. Pads? Yeah. yeah. Dad guess, pads? Um, uh, padded bike pants. Padded bike pants. I have some. Do you? I do. I All right. So ride, you're in the like, gang. Real bikes, not Peloton bikes, like oh, outside. Oh, excuse me. I'm just saying that's why excuse I know. Me. My butt hurt too. Um, but yeah, so uh, love them. Warm awesome. this morning. I thought they looked incredible on you. Yeah, and you, you talk about getting a certain amount of workouts in. Does it? How long does a workout need to be? Because with Livy, I do like six minutes on the bike. Oh yeah. Ten minute jump rope. Oh, I, so there's I, I like ten it. workouts in one morning. Yeah. No, that's fine. I mean, but that's one workout for the I day. know. I'm cheating. Yeah. Let me ask you this now. So a long time ago, I sat my ass in that saddle, and I stared at a black screen on the Peloton, and I pedaled until I hit 50 miles. I love that. How hard, though? What? How hard did you It pedal? took me, I think, it, it was 72 minutes. At 100%. I think it was seven. No, no. It was a seven, 72 minute total, or? So you were going tough. Like, you were sweating a ton. Either 72 minutes or 170. Oh, no. It was 172 minutes. So it was for, what? So 60 minutes, 120 minutes. So over two and a half hours. And I did that straight. But now that's something, because I remember when I said that to you, you guys are probably like, yeah, like I don't, you know, okay, sounds good. Now that you sat your ass in that saddle and you feel that, can you picture yourself? I dare you to do it. I dare you to sit down, stare at the black screen, and pedal until you hit 50 you miles. You have difficulty staring, just sitting <laughs> and but staring. But it, it's a mental thing. So it's, I, it's just a challenge that I, I like put in front of myself and I, I did it. Here's my question. I don't want to throw your game off. Do you think, I see how hard you work on the Peloton. Do you think it's not optimal to lose fat? Optimal to lose fat? No, I think it's doing exactly what I need it to be doing. Okay. Because I'm only doing, I'm not doing it every day. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm not doing it every day, and I, I stuck to one system the entire time. And um, I don't know the right answer. I'm just curious because yeah, no, I think for me it works definitely. Yeah. I mean, because if I'm burning five to a thousand, five hundred to a thousand calories, um, and lifting weights, and I'm eating right, yeah. I mean, there's no. Yeah, it's hard not to. You know. Yeah, the other thing I think about too is like March is going to be a long month oh, of yeah. real estate stuff and I need to do like if I lift heavy, I can get my steps mm -hmm. throughout the day um, and I don't want to be worried about trying to get a Peloton ride in also. Yep. So it doesn't matter if I'm you know only doing weights as long as I'm getting 15,000, yep. I'll be in a good striking Absolutely. distance. Um, I'm in your corner. Yeah. Other thing I want to mention, uh, I hear word on the street is there's some people that have listened to the show that are also trying to lose some body fat. Oh yeah, and are is. weighing in. Yes. So if you want to be on a segment where we talk about this stuff, and we'll just reel your numbers off. Yep. You send know, send in. us your info. I I hear some good things going out there. A lot of trash talk. Yes. Uh, some ex Division two athletes. We won't say names. <laughs> Division two player of the year. I think Jay Westraw was his name. Wow. Right? I, I thought we said we were going to say names. <laughs> it was Jay Westraw, right? Uh, I Tommy. did. I ever tell the story of how I murdered Jay Westraw and horse? Did. Yes, you did. But I don't think we put that on the mm -hmm. podcast. No, we didn't. That was something that we didn't. Yeah, I'll we keep might that. have cut that out. Jay, reach out to me if you want me to hold this story back. You're going to have to pay me not to say this. Yeah. But it, uh, I, I do enjoy hearing other people doing it because yeah. it's fun. Oh, it's good. Um, all right. I mean, we just rambled for 25 minutes of a PodBot update. Sorry. Uh, CV, are you getting in there or are we skipping you this week? Punting. Punting. <laughs> okay. The punt kink. Yeah. There you go. Um, speaking of work, I know you said it's a, a busy, productive season for you. 
Um, I, I need your advice. Yes. So today, to close out February, right? I'm speaking at two Black History Month events. Okay. Mm-hmm. How would you approach this situation? In what way? Like, what so you, I, I, I was asked to speak at two Black History Month events. Right. Humbled to do it. Happy to do it. Um, you know, I currently work in an area where we serve. I don't know if it's predominantly African Americans, but historically, this area was built for the African-American community. Okay. It's evolved so much over the years. Um, so I'm just curious, as a white man, right, it, be- it becomes like a, a thing, yeah. right? It's not like the most comfortable thing. How would you approach this? But what's the message? What do they want you to say? Just speak. About you know, what, though? They don't, they it's gave up to you me. A, they gave you well, an yeah, open forum. Because I, I, I get to open the events. Wow. Right? So I'm opening the events, which I'm humbled to do. They gave you no guidelines. No guidelines. So they said, listen, Speak here's on- a microphone, do a hot 20 set well, you're of whatever gonna, you want. Right. One is just an introduction. Talk about no snooze the whole time. Get, <laughs> on the, get some subscribers. One, one is just an introduction, yeah. right, of the event. So okay. I can, I mean, yeah, I plan to thank everybody. Like a, yeah. yeah. But as I'm sitting there, I'm like, wow, this, you know, in, in the society that we're in today, and I know this is an uncomfortable conversation for some, yeah. I happen to like these conversations because yeah. I think politically, if you can talk to one another and have different perspectives, I think it's a great conversation. I think on the race card yeah. itself um, and what's going on in the world, I think you have to be able to acknowledge it and speak about it because it's something for me that I have to do regardless. Yeah. I'm not talking to you specifically. No, no, I'm talking I, about I, I you know, think everybody. I would, I don't know if you're allowed to do this, but if you can open the floor up for questions, I think the people want to know that they're being heard and each person wants to know, everyone has their own agenda motives, mm-hmm. right? And own challenges. Everyone's going through their own shit. So I think that maybe the safest play is to open up for questions. And in your position, you see a lot of things. You have a lot of touch points within the community. Uh, you could probably answer some concerns um, and or. <laughs> hi, give... guys. Welcome. You have any questions? <laughs> no, no. You know, I would do something like this. Like, you know, hi, Dave. This is my background. Yep. I'm entrenched in the community. Uh, you know, these are our initiatives with, with my group. And my experiences that I've had growing up. Correct. Right? Um, if the, you know, what I really want to do is make sure that we're serving our community mm-hmm. and you are our community. So I want to open up the floor to specific questions yep. on what concerns you have of our community, mm-hmm. how it can be improved. And, you know, if there's any way, because at the end of the day, I think, you know, we did that Q and A with Brandon yep. and I think that's where people get the most value is when it's like a tailored answer to, to what right. they're specifically asking about. Yep. Right. Because I'm assuming if there's a hundred people in the room, one person's question will knock out like 25% of yep. people's uh, and what's what's different about this is one of them is um to yeah one of them is is via zoom yeah. so it's recorded i don't know where it can end up yeah, yeah. um which is i'm not worried about but i i had to start thinking about it and my intent um is to speak on my personal experiences that i have dealt with and i have mm-hmm. seen um not claiming to go through what any african american male or female has or still goes through today, um, but I, I see it, right? And then to say to the audience that I want to hear you, right? I stand by you, I support you, um, and I want to do everything in my power to help the African-American community move forward. But I don't want it to just be a, a wordy thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it, it was just strange to me that I, I, I sat back and I'm like, oh, wow, you have a white man. And it's it's not a thing, right? I'm yeah, making yeah. it a thing now. Yeah, yeah. You're just um, thinking. I mean, and I'm being open about talking yeah. about it. Yeah. But at first I was like, wow, okay, one, I'm, I'm pretty humbled to do this. But at the same time, I'm going to be the only white guy speaking. Yeah. Uh, but I also believe this. 
and this is something Muhammad Ali had said, right? He said something along the lines of, you know, we already know African-Americans support African-Americans, right? We already know that black business supports black business. What we need to do is take every other culture and support African-American culture. Yeah, because I, the majority of change will happen when every other culture supports that. Well, right? here's, I'll take it one further. I think communities should support each other's communities. You know what I'm what saying? It, like, what you mean? if you live in a community, mm-hmm. you should try to try to stay as best you can within that community. It yep. does go against. You know, I'm guilty of doing the Amazons and yep. getting things the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, stopping at Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. Yep. But when you start building the roots of supporting your local communities in whatever they're doing, yep. it, 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 it um, compounds, and there's a compound effect, and there's more of a feel of community, and then there's, there's these offshoots of benefits. So that, you know, the, the race thing's a touchy subject that you know I like to stay <laughs> it, away from politics. But it, but it is touchy. Like, it's cr- so it's when you think about it, right? But my thought is, like, you're, you're a perfect person for this because people look at you and like, I have no idea what this kid is. <laughs> he could be any... And it's a, <laughs> a testament to you, right? I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, but my point being, like, uh, you just treat, you know, whatever talk you go into as these are the people I'm trying to add value to. Yep. And try to... I know you have it planned out, probably. Yeah, no, I have, but... And you as do it, very well with the Q and A. So that's what happened I to me, though. I, as I was approached, I'm like, "Of course, I'll do it, absolutely." But then when I started thinking about, it, I'm like, "Whoa, this is a tough time right now." You know what? Let's In society. do this. You do the first you one, know? and then I'll come up I'll, as your <laughs> protege. In the that'll second, be, and I'll just hit him with a quick stand up, 15 minutes. And I'll <laughs> and see you just later. Make everybody laugh. No, it's it's a great thing. And then the other thing that I don't want it to get tied to is any sort of political view. I don't want this to get tied to Black Lives Matter because that's a political thing. I, you know, I yes, I do support black lives matter um but at the same time i understand that there's chinese people in the community now that are getting beat down every day by random people right i know hispanic people are being treated unfairly this is not an all lives matter conversation to me this is black history month yeah so right now we are acknowledging african-american culture which is perfect right but always it comes down to just like servicing the community and your audience knowing your audience is like the biggest thing where even i go wrong at times you talk to people and then you realize like oh i'm pitching them on something that if they're looking in a you know darian i'm talking about greenwich the whole time yep it's no, like, I got you. You know, you're talking and, a different language. It's like doesn't make sense. And I can also speak on some some fun facts, right? Yeah. Um, the ironing board, the new new style ironing board, made by an African American. The three <laughs> nice. light traffic light, yeah. made by an African American. Okay. Um, automatic elevator doors, invented by an African American. Big fan of those. Right. Yeah. Like uh, refrigerated trucks. Okay. So whether it's for produce or now, unfortunately, with COVID nineteen bodies, that yes. was invented. By an African American, yeah. I mean, I, right? I'm sure there's probably. I'm just the, trying to practice. No, but I'm saying I'm sure the <laughs> list goes on and on. Yeah. Um. The biggest. I, I don't know if there's a bunch of fact checkers out here. Yeah. <laughs> but the the biggest. You make. But good, I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. You make a good point though, because people like to see. Like I gravitate to people that remind me of myself. Yep. So it's a lot easier when that person is the same race or has the same ethnicity, right? right? Like when I see an Italian guy. Goomba, selling real estate, paisano. Then and you're like, oh, I like this guy. There's just an inherent bias towards that, which you gotta. Part of it is maybe don't make it a negative. Try to make it a positive. Of yep. like, listen, yes, you have these type of, you know, uh, um, hurdles or whatever you want to call them. I know that's putting it bluntly, but think about the people that did the same thing that are the same profile. 
Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's very hard for like, you know, me to look and see someone from, you know, Central America that made it doing something over there. And I'm yep. like, oh, I don't really, you know, have no, something. No, it makes, makes sense. Thought I'd bring it to the table. That's and good. The, I like that. The other thing that's a massive initiative right now, it's been taking up a ridiculous amount of time, but it has to get done is on next week, we will be holding a distri- uh, vaccine distribution site. Oh, very cool. 750 people getting vaccinated, uh, 65 and older. So it's just the vulnerable population. So I have been heading that initiative up as a partnership with Rite Aid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've met some great new community partnerships. Um, and it's this is an event that is one for the history books. You are sure. you're on the front lines of history in one of the most difficult times to be in public service. And it seems like you're you're leaning into the the curve. You're leading into the, uh, the the adversity, which is your personality. And I think when we all come out of this, I mean, all of us in general, but you specifically, are going to be very well suited because you've proven to be a wartime general. You know, for lack of a better term, I like that, Mike. Have you War, heard of that wartime general? Well, they talk about it all the time. They're like, we need a wartime general. You know, when times are tough, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Yeah, no, it makes you sense. Know, but anyone, also, anyone in low adversity situations, anyone yep. can get by, right. right? When the market's good, yep. anyone can sell a house. I, that's where I was going to deflect back to you, not yeah. to do the bromance thing, but it's the truth. And we had said this. I can't wait until, because it's almost one year since we recorded the pandemic episode that's back crazy. last March, which is That feels nuts, like that was- Where we sat a, in our living rooms yeah. This recorded. is more time. We've done more in the pandemic yes, than, than not, not in the pandemic. But you've done the same thing, and you've created a new culture for yourself and your business through the pandemic, which is something that action takers and people who you know seek to- Action takers do it. People who get very complacent, they're not on that side of things. And you are one that has lived with intent, like we'll discuss, mm-hmm. um, and, and your action has been phenomenal. Oh, so thank right you. back to you, my brother. Likewise. And there's a saying where people say, never let a good pandemic go to waste. Wow. But that is more in like political, taking yep. political advantage of yep. it. But if you think about it, it makes sense too of like, you know, never let a good, you know, uh, what's the word, disaster or something go to waste because there's always an opportunity right. in the rubble. Good. Good stuff. Um, two current events real quick. I know you you guys have seen. Does it involve little Uzi? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is a serious note here. Um, Tiger Woods. Did you see his car crash? How crazy. So we that? watched the documentary. I did know, you watch it? Yes. And I kind of like it. It's, it's, it's very one side. It lost though. my interest. It's one side like, though because that's this, HBO portraying a bad light of Tiger. Tiger didn't like that. You know, he didn't approve that. Of course. Documentaries always have an agenda. And watching it was interesting. You forget how good he was, right? And if you can separate, which I'm not saying you have to do, but you separate the man from yep. the athlete, right. it's pretty insane what he put together. Um, but yeah, I got lost in the second, but he ended up getting a car crash after he had an incident, right? Today. Uh, just No, no, I know, night. but originally Oh, yes, also. right. So, yes. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, this is just nuts, because now he was coming back for the Masters, hoping to, to be there, um, recovering from his back, I believe it was. Right, yeah, yeah, like, recovering uh, from his back. back, and this accident was just incredible, man. It's so wild. I, I don't know that that was one. Um, hope he's all right. Then Meek Mill, mm. okay. And for those who really reached out to ask if I really knew who Riff Raff was, because last episode I said no. I know who Riff Raff is. You kind of remind me of Riff Raff, but <laughs> my sense of humor sometimes, I guess, to people 
They didn't realize that I was being sarcastic. Yes, you, you, uh, <laughs> your sarcasm can be very. It's very close to being. Yes, tame. like I know you well enough from like. All right, he's just. Whereas my wife, she hates when I do that. Yeah. Well, she if hates you're it. in the wrong audience, it could go south. Which <laughs> when I'm seen. when I'm messing with people. Yes. And I'm completely serious in my approach, but I'm really kidding with you. Mm. It makes it makes if you know you yes. and you're a witness to that, it makes <laughs> it more funny. Right. Exactly. But not to my wife. Um. So anyway. <laughs> Meek Mill has a new song called Don't Worry, right? And this just dropped, and it's about Kobe Bryant. Okay. But he he dropped a line in there, and it says, If I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It be another Kobe. Mm. Kobe's wife responded was, to this. Was uh, pissed. Yeah, she was upset. I mean, And I have her statement here. I just want to read it. because I, <laughs> I, I mean, one, are you, is that an offensive statement? Like, um, the song is dedicated to Kobe Bryant, but I think the piece of I'm going out with my chopper, it be another Kobe is it's kind of here's where it's I, like desensitized. Here's to the, my view on all this like outrage stuff. She has every right if she wants to be outraged because that's her husband. Yep. Art in general is very difficult to like pinpoint. Yeah. So you don't know how it was and intended. It's like a text. You ever send a yes. text and you're yep. like, that's not yeah, what we I do was, it all the time. Yeah. I wasn't trying to say that. I think that's the same way how art is, but it's her, tough not to hear her out. Yep. Her you know? statement was, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful, period. I am not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this. Hmm. If you are a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your admiration for my husband. This lacks respect and tact. So here's what I would say. I would say maybe next time, I mean, <laughs> maybe if you're a listener, Maybe you reach out to her prior to going public with the song and say, listen, and you yeah. give well, her good, the frame a, mm. of what you're trying, you know, say, listen, I'm doing this. I admire, you know, I, you don't want to um, change your art, but you also, if you think, I mean, it's hard to say about like a rapper yeah. being, you know, have the foresight to call, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if he has her contact. Well, he later apologized in a very sincere apology, but yeah. then also went on Twitter and said, look, I don't need to do this publicly. I spoke to her. Yeah, which, which is I fine. think was commendable. Yeah, yeah you know? I mean it's communication, right? So yeah, that's all that matters. Um, I see Google Justin is on it. So yeah, that was a that was a trending trending story. That was a good one. I like Meek Mill. I'm a yeah. boss. Oh. One of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> that was with Rick, Ricky Ross, right? Yeah, Rick Ross is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Ricky, people the boss. find that funny, but I love him. I think my beard is a little better. Sorry, Ricky. He has great. It, listen, uh, I think rappers. Um, yeah, I think rappers have the best marketing. Out of all artists, yes, they will. they brand, mm -hmm. they um, their their merch, they they just do more, and I think it's become because a lot of them come from that uh, world of needing to hustle and from having that the hunger. gutter per se. And I I just I love listening like their strategies. Yep, I I like uh, Rick Ross has great ones, and uh, Russ has a ton of good info. Yep, so good. No snooze recommendations. Bringing it back. Round one was a good success. Do you right? like how I said we went Q QVC? Yes, that was. That it was did awesome. look like QVC. I, if I there did, was like a running. I did like that. So I brought mine today, and uh, this is something yes. that I spoke about on episode. I forget the number, but it was gifts for him. Oh, okay. For the furrier ones, if you will. Oh God. This is the Manscape lawnmower. Please, listen, turn three that off. Three point. <laughs> 
Lawnmower 3.0. Wow. We're on version three here. It's sleek. Right? So it's a Christmas gift that was actually given to me after the episode dropped. My brother-in-law said, here you go, my furry friend. And he gave this to me. So <laughs> it's compact yes. ceramic blades, which is great. Right? It has two different lengths. One is uh, close to bald and then one is... You know, that's what it says. Kind of close to ball. Pretty, pretty short. No, the best thing about it though is it's waterproof, mm. so you can actually get in the shower and get the job done. Uh, it's funny because a lot of uh, people endorse the Manscaped. Oh yeah, big time. So. Skin safe technology. Wait, I, I have a question. Yep. Fully submerged. You can go into oh, the yeah. shower, showering. And Sh- oh yeah. Underwater. And, wow. Yep. Skin safe technology, which is big, but if you take the clip off, your skin might get nicked a little bit, even though they don't advertise that. But I've gotten nicked in some sensitive areas. So it's a sharpie one. <laughs> well, it's not too sharp, but it's, you know, it's sharp on enough. sensitive areas. Yeah, you got to be careful here. Um, and it's rechargeable, which is awesome. Some would say get two of them, right? Because right? you have different needs and to keep things separate and, uh, yes. you know, sanitary. So I have to read. I got off their website, their mission, because I was looking at it. And I'm like, wow, you know what? I, I didn't know this about them. At Manscaped, we save balls. <laughs> This means not only designing the right tools for the job, but raising awareness for the ball-busting disease, testicular cancer, Uh which is the most common form of cancer among men ages 15 to 35. Mm. As part of our brand mission, our partnership with the Testicular Cancer Society aims to educate and entertain while spreading a very important message about early detection and self-screening to protect yourself against men's health issues and cancer risk. Nice. Right? You can check them out on Instagram at Manscaped with a D, right? And you could visit them at www.manscaped.com. And this right here goes for $69 to $79.99, depending on the package, no pun intended. Yeah, this is good. That this you is get. Good. Um, and this is not only for the sensitive areas because. I use it all over. Yeah, you know, clearly. If the beard needs a little trim. You got hair everywhere. You want to make sure that you have a nice sanitizing spray because you don't want to be mixing different body parts with your face. Do you trim your chest? Uh, yeah, all over. Okay. I even have the wife use the Manscape, or the lawnmower 3.0, if you will, <laughs> on the back of my neck. Well, you definitely need a lawnmower for that back. <laughs> uh, Love it. I And the thing that I like about them, too, is their branding's awesome. They, they need to make a wider one for me. Right. <laughs> just a full, like, like need, a rake. Yeah, like, it should be the size of, like, the, the laptop. Just one pass. Right. Right. That's what I need. The so, lawnmower wide point out. Go check it out. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, well, that was great. <laughs> I might, I might need to buy one. I might try to hire you from us. Oh. Um, so mine is a little... On the food side. So as you'll see as we go through this, it's like you know, fitness is top of the mind at the moment. Yep. So I was going to bring in some other uh, workout items, but I figured let me go with one of my favorite things that I've been putting on everything lately, and that is the very low-calorie uh, Walden Farms brand. I love a good condiment. Have you ever used this? No, I have not, but I love... Can, can, you, can I For dab tea? my finger? Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Can I taste we'll do a it? taste. For... I just don't want to give up the secret. So for two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar, mm. how many calories do you think are in this? Well, so that has to be a balsamic vinaigrette if there's a lot of calories because- If there's a lot or there isn't. No, no. If there's calories in it because regular balsamic- It is a vinaigrette. Okay. Because I was going to say, I use balsamic vinegar every night. Yes, which is and great. And there's, 
I, but it's very, you know, very tart. Whereas yeah. a vinaigrette is a little creamier, shake well, if you will. So two tablespoons. How many calories, Michael? Zero. Oh, <laughs> did I just <laughs> hold on? Okay, all right. Hold on. All right. And they have syrup that uh, I just don't have with me, but I used to use. Uh, they have a lot of things. All What's right. What's the brand name? This is Walden Farms. I got this at Stop and Shop. Okay. But they have them on Amazon, which will link, and I think it's at um, uh, Whole Foods as well. Um, so what this is, is a honey Dijon. There's got to be calories in that one. Let's see. How many do you think? <sighs> Dave, zero. <laughs> oh, wait, really? I swear are they, to God. Are they sugar-free too? How? Uh, Greg Duchette, who I also follow. Guy's hilarious. Jacked, older gentleman. Uh, he has a cookbook, etc. He uh, says that they are able to have their servings low so they can say zero calories. So there's probably some type of calories. I'm not sure. Okay. But even for two tablespoons to have zero. I'm impressed. Okay, ready? This is ranch dressing. Ranch dressing, right? Have you ever seen how many calories are in two tablespoons of ranch dressing? Yeah, well. There's like a thousand. And going to some salads at like McDonald's. Yes. Sometimes you can actually get more calories in a salad than you would in your Big Mac. Can you imagine we just become like these spokespeople for Walter <laughs> after this? Guess how many calories are in this that one? That one's got to have guy, some this, calories. This, yeah. So what do you, how many? 35 calories. Dave, zero. Oh my God. <laughs> this is absurd. So all zero calorie. That is ridiculous. So it's been amazing. It's one of my favorite things. As got Are you me. lying to I the people? I swear to God. Zero calories. So I got the Walden Farns lineup, right. and then I've been on a unbelievable kick of sriracha lately. It is my unbelievable. The sweetness, the, t the spicy, it's amazing. But Walden Farms, it's so versatile. They have all these types. They still have ones they're coming out with I haven't even tried. Wow. I think they're- slogan, I'm going to get that. Their slogan should just be zero. Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave, it's zero. Yes. So listen, wow. wait, we got to do the taste test. Yeah, I actually what want- want to try? The ranch? I want, no, now I want to try the uh, Dijon. Listen, no, I don't want the balsamic. I want the Dijon. This isn't open yet, so crack that bad boy open. Really? Yeah. Joe, I'll keep it going. Hold on. Yeah, just talk uh, to Other low-calories uh, dressings, I've used uh, ketchup from- Oh, uh, it's going to be a little hard here. Chihuahua's, if I get- She used sugar-free ketchup, Dijon pretty good. all over my suit- That'd be hilarious. If you- <laughs> I'm going to be yes, so Yes, be careful. Pissed. All right. Um, here, so I'll take it from the cap. Yeah. Just swallow that cap. <laughs> so I'm doing a little dab with the with the uh, index finger here. All right. Mixing dudes. it around. <laughs> I need to go back for more. Hold on. Is there not I, I on didn't it? get the flavor, really. Just stick your finger there in there. There we go. No double dipping. Okay, that one I got. That is good. Nice. No snooze approved. A hundred percent. I'm Walden actually Farms. going. I'm going out and getting it. It's definitely not as sweet as a typical one. Yeah, it's, because there's zero calories in zero, there. Zero. Zero. Um, but that is that is flavorful, my friend. But I'm listen. I'm throwing this stuff around like it's going out of style. You're just slinging so, the farms. Yeah. So and I weighed in today. Uh -huh. Put a bunch of this stuff on stuff yesterday. I'm less weight and eating. You know, probably. Well, that's why the fifty percent more. It's the amazing. slogan for sriracha is I put that shit on everything. No, that's uh. Isn't it? Oh, that's that's Frank's no? Red Hot. But yes, oh, that's one oh, of the best oh, slogans oh. of every time. Wait, really? It's yeah. not? Yes. Frank's Red Hot. Sriracha has a great Sorry. documentary, too. <laughs> yeah, I lied about I didn't, that. What's in Sriracha? I don't know. I, Who I, cares, right? I got the slogan wrong, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so that's Frank's Red Hot? Frank's Red Hot. That's right. Put that Frank's on Red Hot. It's like I put an old that woman on everything. who says it. Yeah. Wow. All right. That was terrible of me. Sorry. Good segment, though. That was Big good. fan. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm actually going to go pick that up. I didn't discover these, by the way. No. Well, look. That's good stuff. Um, let's talk about intention now. 
Okay. All right. Let's get a little serious. Zero. <laughs> you want to be a scrub? I, I kind of want to be like Zero a car salesman like in the old days where we they're just like, free, free, free. I think we can sell cars. All right. Should going. we do that? No, no, no. Yeah. No, imagine one some, day we make sell some cars. extra money. Just start a competition. Who could sell I'm more I'm going to get so lean I could be one of those things in the front. <laughs> just, the, just the slinky in the front that's yeah. hanging. That looks like Justin. Yeah, yeah we can tie him. Oh, man. All right. We got to get serious. All right. All right. Get serious. Get serious. Okay. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. So it's ironic as we have the babies now, looking at the development of just humans in general. For a long portion of our lives, until we're about 25, maybe 30, depending on if you seek grad school and then like PhD and stuff. But one, the body automatically grows by itself, not just physically, but brain development happens. We see the baby starting to do things that they haven't done before. That happens for a long time, right? And it might still be happening to us, even though I believe it has probably stopped because here's why. I think school also gives us an excuse because we're constantly learning. Right. Then Mike and I know, well, after school and real world hits, now you're not really learning unless you force yourself to be intent and have purpose to move forward in your life. Mm -hmm. So I feel like after college, a lot of people, you were still excited about like, you know, the habits that we built in college or lack thereof. Um, and then eventually, though, you get into the real world where you just begin to like kind of float. Right? You're just like floating by. You just go to work. You you come home. Someone right? calls it called drifting. Okay. Drifting. Same, same type of thing. But I believe that life is full of choices. And every day from the moment we wake up, hence why No Snooze is the name of our podcast, because that's the first decision you have control of in the morning. The, the more that we are conscious of living intently with a, a positive intention, the greater off we're going to be in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Is that a good start to the conversation of intent? Because to me, intention is strictly like purposeful. Yeah. Right? You have to live with a purpose. Direction. Everything right? that you do, though. Yeah. When you, like, when people say drift, it mm -hmm. means you can be pushed around by like wind. Okay. Which wind shouldn't be able to move you. Yep. If you're driving in a car and you have a direction. Yep. And wind starts gusting, you just keep going straight. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a direction, you're just like, all right, I'll be a kite in the wind. And you just Andy Frisella, right? Passive living, passive living. That's a good. Way and to put passive it. action results in a passive life. Yes, right. Whereas I think, like for my life, I know that one of my greatest strengths is, and I spoke about this actually in the interview. We didn't talk about our strengths. We have so many of them; it's hard to list them all. Not but two of them would be that I talk about is my intention and my consistency mm -hmm. in yep. my life, right? And now looking back, there's many things that, you know, I do believe I lived with intention, but I lived intention intentionally the wrong way, 
Like mm. for a while, especially when I okay, I'll take you to I'll take you to a bad one first. That was after now I'm married and things got like a little comfortable in the marriage. My intention at that time was to be selfish. And I did that very well. I was going to the clubs. I was not really worried about my wife's feelings. I would intentionally listen to rap music and put myself in that headspace where now my intention is to go out and have fun. So I was being very intentional about that. Whereas one of the first good intentional moments in my life that I can remember is when I actually started in public service on a full-time level. I intentionally took a, a step back to eventually move forward. I was hired. I took a job for $49,000 in my field. You, you got to be careful when you say that because that's what? a good salary. You know, like oh, yeah. a no, lot no, no, of people no. don't even get to that point. That sounds great. You know, but but at from the, where you're coming. And at the same time, when I'm married yes. on my own with my wife, right? Yep. She is a teacher's assistant making $27,000 a year. Wow, you're going transparent today. I like it. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what it was at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, $49,000 was not doing it because I was making 55000 plus overtime before, mm -hmm. right? And yes, it sounds good, but when your expenses are a certain level, it doesn't matter how much money you have. If you can't cover the expenses, you're going to be screwed. It's not what you make. It's what you keep. R yes, but at that point, I was struggling to even keep anything because I needed yep. to pay everything because yeah, I yeah. had bills, yep. right? Yep. But I remember sitting down the person who interviewed me, and I looked him in the face, and I said, I believe that this is the right move for me and I'm willing to take a step back here because I know in a couple years I'm going to be running this show. Mm -hmm. And it was a very, um, I guess, confident thing to say at the time, but that individual knew that I was being serious. I left a larger place to go to a smaller place because I felt that my strengths and my skill set were going to be an asset to this place. Mm -hmm. So now, six years later, right, I sit in a commissioner role making almost three times that salary. Yeah. It's beautiful. Listen, we talked about it on the uh, interview with Brandon. Yes. Sometimes like you're on the highway and you're blocked by the, the car in the lane in the middle. So you have to slow down and go behind that car to get in yep. the fast lane. Then you go by everyone. Right. So that is a moment that I remember. But at that time, that was very intentional for that. It wasn't until just a couple years ago that after a rough patch in my life, everything in my life now is intentional. Mm. Every single thing. Mm -hmm. If I want to wake up and eat pizza, I'm I want to wake up and eat pizza. Like wow, that's the, my that diet's hitting you right now because you, you're coming back to food items. Yeah, well, that's my intention though. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. would be my intention. Yeah. If I want to go out and drink with my buddies, that's the intention of the you're day. You're in control, hundred percent. Whereas before, I was kind of just coasting. Right. And I think again, the complacency piece comes to people who allow life to consume them versus taking control and consuming every aspect of your life. The hard thing too is you were successful in kind of getting, you know, getting consumed and doing th you know what I mean? Like the hard part is when you are able to be successful even without intention. Yes. Which I I was a little guilty of. Like I was in a role where I knew it wasn't the long term, but I kept getting promoted and I wasn't really trying to get promoted. I was just trying to figure out my next move. Mm -hmm. And then it got to a head where I was like, "Uh-oh, like I'm about to get promoted into a bigger role." Like I got to leave. And, and that's when you told them no. That's when I, yeah, I quit. They were bringing me a right. promotion. And I said, listen, I don't want to mislead that's you guys. That's one of the best intentional stories I've ever gotta, heard. I got to go. And I did something similar and ended up going for $0, you know, and then it was commission based. So, but it's very similar. But yeah. it, I, 
what I fell into the trap of like, I was doing well, I was doing fine. Like by anyone's standards, I was fine, but mm-hmm. I wasn't building what I wanted to build. Yes. You know, so. I think people see even the fitness stuff, right? And for, you know, for some people, no snooze might just be a gym thing. Like, yeah, you which know, is it, fine. I that's mean, fine if that works for you. But the intentionality behind establishing a morning routine and habits yeah. contribute to everything that you do. The other day I was walking in the um, walking in the, in the hallway. There was a piece of garbage on the floor, right? My intention was to pick it up. One, because I have good values and I don't think that like somebody just, if they're being paid to pick up garbage, that's supposed to be left for them. But so as I go to pick it up, one of the maintenance guys says, yo boss, leave that on the floor. I looked back, I picked it up and I laughed and I walked away. And you said, thank you for calling me boss. (laughs) So my intention with that, one, yes, the value piece is there, but I intend to be a good leader. So I know that other people whether they're around or not, somebody is going to realize that I'm getting my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And that's a small example of that physically getting it's your like hands dirty. Literal, but yeah. I'm willing to do that because my intent is to make sure everyone around me knows that I am going to do that same type of job. Mm. So something so small as picking up garbage is extremely intentional. We Did I, I mention the graffiti uh, metaphor that someone was talking about? graffiti so uh, the whole thing is basically that like graffiti right like it could be a small little graffiti uh-huh. on a stop sign yep but if the town doesn't take care of it right away it leads to bigger damage because people see it oh and then and they, they think there's really no value yes. there's graffiti i'm gonna do this massive piece yep. so part of it is taking care of the small things so that the big things don't come behind it it's like a gateway drug to worse you know yep if there's garbage on the ground maybe that same person you know or whoever sees that is like, oh, this place is a whatever hole. I'm just going to throw this out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, one thing in business for sure, right? Every time I walk in a room, it is my intent to look the host in the face, introduce them, give them not a wet, what do they call it? A wet swamp? A, uh, a wet wet fish. I don't think it's wet fish. Uh, dead fish. Dead, dead fish. fish. A wet, wet fish. fish. I'm like, what do you just right? strip your hand? And it's funny. Andy Frisella was was kind of mentioning something like that. Who's Andy Frisella? Should I know who that is? Uh, first form. Right? Isn't he first form? I don't know. Yeah. He, he, um, he's a fitness guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's a millionaire. Brand, he's, like, a, he's a beast. He's, he's just, a promoter guy? He's And he has a podcast. It's, it's great. Um but he was saying that he met this dude in business and he like gave him this soft handshake and he was like, I'll never do business with you ever again. I had heard that and oh, it's something you always hear. But when you walk in a room, you have to be intentional. Hi, I'm Dave Regina. Extremely happy to meet you. You know, what can I do for you? Right. And a nice firm handshake. Yep. I, I'm smiling because remember I was talking about you like people that look like you. You have this guy's a twin of you. No, stop. Yeah. Well, let me see. This guy's a twin of you. I don't know if you can focus on <laughs> Um sorry. He, no, no, no. Yeah. But something so small like that, you have to have intention behind everything that you do. Yeah. And when that clicked for me, I'm like, I need to live intentionally. And for those people who are in a space, like even even myself, right? I'm not I'm not happy. I'm happy where I'm currently at, yes. I wouldn't be happy if this was my end road. Mm-hmm. Because it, my intent is to keep growing, yeah. but without the intentional action behind it, I'm screwed. Yeah, right. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I, yeah. I, I think you'd agree with me 
but I am realizing as I get older, something that I enjoy is uh, control, um, mainly over my own time, mm-hmm. right? The more control I have of my own time, the more at ease I am because I know that what I'm doing is contributing to what I want to do. Um, and that was a big realization, you know, a couple of years ago because I was kind of on a track where I was assisting a lot of people, but I, my time was getting pulled in different directions and I wasn't really in any control. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a level of, uh, confidence, freedom, satisfaction of controlling, you know, your time and controlling yep. your, your efforts. Um, I think a lot of people get discouraged when they can't control certain things and it's, it's overwhelming them so they can never kind of break the cycle. You know what I mean? Yep. You see it happen all the time, and it's uh, you can easily go down that path without even knowing it, and then you're too far gone where, you know, you're making that great salary, and then it makes it even harder to get out of that path. Yep. So sometimes you got to like stop the progress. Oh yeah. To make sure you're back on your your path. And I think for people struggling with intention, it's a constant examination of where you're at, mm-hmm. and then an evaluation of where you really want to go. Yeah. And if you're if you really break down everything in your life, you will see that you're not intentional about a lot of things, not you specifically. I'm just talking about us in general as I'm people. I'm taking it personal. We're right? going to fight after. <laughs> see who the best man in the suit is. Um it it's that serious though. Like to me, I can't be wasting time. Yep. Right? Raising my daughter, being there for my wife if I'm not intentional. Everything that I do has to have a specific intent behind it. Yeah. Um, and it's a conscious decision. Every Everything you do um, when you're driving somewhere, right? Like, the w- what's the intent? Are you willing to spend some extra time and stop at a store and get sidetracked? Or is the intent to go there and get the job done, right? Your time is extremely valuable, like you're talking about. So the more that you do that, and I build that habit through a fitness routine, through a, through a healthy mindset routine with reading in the morning and hydration and that stuff, you're setting yourself up to live intentionally. Yeah. The uh, I think the Goldilocks combo is if you can have a bunch of control and intention, but then also be able to like take the back seat when needed. Um, because I find that sometimes when you're too, you know, demanding and controlling, mm-hmm. and I'm talking personally, like if there's something we want to do on the weekend and I'm deciding it, you're not taking, you know, other people's input. And you're not creating like a a little more of a a team, right? So like when we're picking a restaurant, as hard as it is to pick, you know, I won't speak for myself. I can pick pretty easily, but (laughs) very hard for our wives. Wives that pick, right? (laughs) Part of the fun is like seeing what they want to do. But that's the intent, though. But I'm saying there's there's one level where you're you're deciding everything. Yep. And there's another level where once you know you can take a break every once in a while from being so intentional. That you're not enjoying yourself. See, right? I disagree. Like, you got to move with the. Some of the best times I've ever had is when there was nothing planned. I, agree, I had no intention. My intention is to do nothing. My intention for gotcha. sa- so for a Saturday, saying, hey, right? For a gotcha, Saturday, I got gotcha. you. Will literally be. I will wake up and I'll say, "All right, I'm going to work Your out." Intention is to not have a plan. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, that's but you fair. have to be conscious of it and yeah. say, "You know what? Yes, you're. St- it, all it does is a yeah, con- that's fair. It adds confidence. Yeah. So yes, of course, I don't want to tell my wife. You know, today we're going to Bellamia restaurant yeah, at yeah, seven yeah, o'clock yeah. PM. That's yeah. not my intent. My yeah. intent is to say, you know what, I want to enjoy a night with my wife. Yeah. I don't really care where we go. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is like when you have conversations, not waste it. Like something that I'm very aware of myself is I talk a lot. So something I'm trying to work on is I'm trying to be more intentional with conversations so that I can get people through 
you know, sometimes the convers- the goal of a conversation is just enjoy catch up. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, at least in my business, is you want to get info, you want to set the next uh, you know action item, and then you want to get off the phone. Yep. Right. Your your um, your uh, bottleneck is your time, and what I'm trying to do is kind of build something where I am the sole proprietor, I am the person that everything runs through. So to do that, you need to make sure you're efficient, and the only way to scale is to become more efficient. So something I'm very conscious of is having intentional conversations, and they could seem very casual, but I know where I'm going, right? Like, oh, when did you move to town? Okay, you moved to town this ago. You know, when do you want to buy? But certain questions mm-hmm. that you loop into combo, and you don't make people feel like you're rushing them, but at the same time, you're achieving what you want to. So that that's kind of an art where I'm still learning it, um, but it's efficiency you can take to like the end oh, yeah. degree right it's like a rabbit hole mm-hmm. but it is fun to start thinking that way because everything you're doing if you can get just a little bit better in each area then it's exponential and compounding growth um but that's something I'm very conscious absolutely of well well said um i think also to be intentional you have to set constant goals mm-hmm. um and then staying focused on those goals Right. Like it doesn't matter if it's so small, like Justin is supposed to be doing this task every day. I asked Justin upstairs, Justin, did you do the task? Uh-oh. Oh, well, I have been. But for the past two days, I haven't. Right. He's still in a learning process. So it's OK yeah. for him to be doing this. If he wants to be elite in his life, he has yeah. to take those small goals and he has to learn how to do something consistently every day. Well, part of my thing, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this, is if like you miss a day, mm-hmm. if you can trick yourself and say, okay, tomorrow's going to be a really rough day. I don't think I'm going to be able to work out. I'm going to count it as a rest day, yep. and I'm going to do something that gives me progress, going for a walk, buying weights, doing something that puts you in a better position the next day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the worst thing in the world to say, well, I'm screwed tomorrow. You know, Let me just punt it, for lack of a better term, and I'll come back swinging the next day. Because sometimes when you talk to yourself and you're like, oh, I missed two days. I haven't really done it these days. Yep. Versus I took some rest days and I'm back at it tomorrow. It's more of like a positive approach, you know? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And again, every aspect of of the life, right? So for us, we were husbands first, right? Husbands and, and fathers, they can go either way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's yeah. father Still first working or husband parts. first. I know. I, I don't know. But as a husband, my intention every day is to come home leave my nonsense and my stress at work, which is something that I'm working on because I've been extremely stressed at work with everything that we're going through, um, but to then be available and at least sit down with my wife and if I can at least even, don't get in trouble for this one, rub her feet for five minutes. Dude, every time you do that, I get in such trouble. I'm sorry. That's something though that like I do every day for my wife because she already knows if she puts if we're sitting down on the couch and she puts her feet on me, I have to rub them because like, now- the way that I am intentional with my life, right? And I'm so consistent with things. I can't do it for a week. Then if she puts it up, she's going to be like, well, you're so consistent with working out. You can't rub my feet every how, day. How much did Dana pay right? you? No, no, nothing. She, she, she no, it up, no, huh? no, no, no. But you know what I mean? So that, so as a husband, if so I were to ask you. It, let me ask you this. Yep. I, if Dana, you're listening right now, I'm honestly asking this question. Do you think by rubbing Dana's feet I will get exponential return of joy from her, and it would be worth. Well, my, I don't know. It if would be worth the investment it. of rubbing so her feet. To my wife, rubbing her feet is—I don't know what it'd be equivalent to for Dana. Like, I don't know if that's a thing for Dana. My wife literally will spend thousands of dollars if she could and go to a foot masseuse because she just enjoys that process. She just loves her feet being rubbed. I don't know if Dana has that same 
foot. So here's, thing. here's <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I'll say. I don't want you know. Sometimes we do things for the podcast. Yeah. This won't be for the podcast, no. but if I dive into the foot area, um, <laughs> if I dive into the foot area, I'm, maybe I'll I'll take a little snap and if say I, no snooze, taking Dave's advice. If we'll I see. dive into the foot game, yeah, I like that. We'll see. Um, is there something you do as a? I know it's kind of putting you on the spot, but something with I'm in, intention. Yeah, something with intention. Something you think about that you know as a husband you're providing to your family sometimes you always try well, to your do. wife specifically yeah i mean i try to uh you know incorporate dana into my professional life as much as possible um because it, it, we it's a profession that is very stressful on everyone's schedule and having a baby during a uh construction period during covid she definitely carries the brunt of a lot of that stress mm-hmm. and it's not common that people work weekends so there's no break for her as far as my schedule most of the time. Um, so something I try to do is incorporate in my professional life so that because she is a big part of it, if she didn't do what she does, there's no way I'd be able to do what I do. So giving back uh, in form of like dinners yep. or you know celebrating things together. Mm-hmm. Whenever personally for real estate we have a win, we try to celebrate the win together. Um, something I have to continue to do. It's been a little harder uh, during COVID, um, just going out and things, mm-hmm. but that's something I think that's I do pretty beautiful. well. And that's, that's with intention. I'm forcing us to just think as dads, yeah. right? The going out to dinner thing and like having meals and little <laughs> things I think are um, important. I yep. think one of the things I need to be more intentional about is booking trips in the future. So we have stuff to look forward to to break up the chaos. Yep. Because it's uh, part of it, like, it's great to look forward to something, We're going right? to Puerto Rico in August for two weeks if you well, want to roll. Th- listen, I don't want to put you on the spot, <laughs> but Dana was talking about that last night, and I was like, do you think they want us to impose? Yes, absolutely. Um, and Dana pulled a card from me and said, oh, it'd be great content. So kudos, there you go. Dana. So we're, we're off. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico it is. Yeah, it'll be when is no- that? Wait, did I hear a no snooze it'll, trip? It'll be a no snooze trip to Puerto Rico. I think I would Are we imposing? Rock. Justin and I are going to impose. That's right. Let's I do don't want to, uh, you know be cocky here but i think i would thrive in puerto rico you absolutely would <laughs> the you colors the outfits the, the the cigars oh the would, food looks phenomenal how is oh, the food talk incredible. to me incredible i mean it's it's sell in, me important no snooze approved puerto rico in, sell it's me. incredibly salty food okay but it is the best food that you can think of we love um sorry to the the vegans out there but we love going to this local pig roast on sundays it's called shipwreck right okay. and they literally roast the pig right in front of you everyone sits down and you have a nice pig roast dinner but it's puerto rican style with a little sazon if you will what is sazon that is, i know rapper that right? is the, that is the seasoning that is used by uh, a lot of i guess um latin america yeah absolutely um and some of my favorite dishes um I don't know how to pronounce it right. Go for it. Sorojitos. Uh, Sorojitos? Sounds right to me. Right? CV? So Claudio doesn't know what that is. Um, no, not sofritos. Sofritos is like My Puerto fried. Ricans will know what it is. And then also- I got to get me some my Puerto Ricans. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you guys. Yes. Uh, the- the uh, I See, I'm, I'm flopping on this one. No, this is good. No, I just but the saw... name of the dish, it's, it's a fried chicken- um, Chicharon de pollo. Oh, chicharrones. That, Isn't that yes. fried skin? Well, no, it's chicharron de pollo. Oh, it's of the chicken. fried. Yes, I the, took Spanish, but it's but it's incredible. Okay, I love um, that. Uh, I just uh, we got to get back to intent, by the way. I know, but here's my intent, right? <laughs> here's my Ready? Intent. I'm gonna loop it all okay, again. We're intently trying to go to Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a guy that I follow that does commercial real estate, and I really enjoy him. And he's his whole thing is in Puerto Rico. 
So if we do take take the trip, maybe we should try to like figure out where this dude is and see some of his properties. He's big time, so I'm not saying we'll see him. You do know the family also has some real estate in Puerto Rico, right? Do they? See, if you can link up <laughs> leisure with fun, yeah. or excuse me. Leisure, <laughs> leisure with fun, yeah. Leisure with business. Like, Don't let business overcome your trip, but li- loop in a little progress. Tell us we won't go buy a condo in Puerto Rico. <laughs> that I can't promise. But we can go research real Let's estate. Let's go get a studio in Here's Puerto the thing. Rico. A lot of people have uh, second homes in uh, my market. Yes. It would be great to be able to say, listen, I have a connection in Puerto Rico. There's a guy from Costa Rica who reached out. But let- That's probably a different, right. different section. Right? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't need a, uh, a passport for Puerto Rico, no. huh? Nope. Wow. Yep. That's it. The colors, it's tropical. I'm in. It's a beautiful time. All we're right, we're going. What, what's the date? Um, The end of August. So we'll figure it out. The Two weeks into August, I believe. Middle of August. Okay. Yeah, I think middle we, of August. we have a family trip no, sometime in August, but we'll, we'll make time. Let's do it. We'll make time. Um, Intention as a father now, right? New, okay. new dads. Something that I'm focused on just for this year is being there as much as possible for the first year, whether that's doctor's appointments, and I'm sure this is very similar to you. Um, doctor's appointments, um, opportunities to where my in-laws or, you know, my family wants to take the baby. If I'm around, I like to say no. Wow. Because I, I want to hold on to the first year as much as possible. Okay. Right. And I know, yes, there could be time where I'm spending more time with my wife, which would be great. But an intent of mine as a father is to make sure that I'm around as much as possible. If someone says I can babysit the baby, that baby is on that on doorstep. <laughs> Doorbell <laughs> rang and I'm running. Extra with an extra set of clothes. Yeah, too. yeah. Like a set of clothes. You want it for another day? Call us. Right. Um, so I mean, like even I like that. Even um, intentionally though, for you with Livy, right? What's something that I, I mean personally? I'm loving. I know the schedule is very tough um, in general, but I'm loving being the morning shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dana it's a great time contributes right? in the morning, helps out a bunch, and does a bunch anyway. But for like getting her out of bed every morning is yep. a lot of fun. Yep. And she does wake up, you know, now at six, it mm-hmm. dropped from seven, went to five. It's all over the place. But it is fun, like working out with her in the morning when I'm cooking. She's in her little scooter bumping yep. into things. It's just fun starting your day every day with Livy for, you know, anywhere from two to three hours. So that's always been good. And then when I get home, I'm doing my best to not work late. And when I get home, try to, you know, spend as much time with her as well. Put the phone down. Yep. Obviously, some things can't wait, but when they can, Put the phone down, play on the mat, mm-hmm. you know. And what I try to be for her is high energy and excited and happy because she's a very happy baby. And you always say, like, right, they get your... Um, oh, yeah, that the energy. So what I try to be is fun. I'm trying to be fun when mm-hmm. I get home. You know, there's going to be a time where I'm going to have to teach. But right now, it's just all fun. Yep. It's yeah, tough. It's I'm not... Listen, stuff. I'm not lightening it. Like, no, no, of course. No, no. It's absolutely. very difficult. But if you can have fun with it while it's yeah. being difficult, it makes it and easier. And tying something to the intent always makes the situation that you're in a little bit easier to get through like for me i even if it's a shit day and a shit night and just shit all over the place literally i know that that first year is going to go so quick yeah right we're almost there like it's it's crazy so i try to look at the intention as something that i can lean on when things are hard and when i say this i'm not saying if you don't have kids you don't know but like for me, having a daughter has made everything else so much more fun. Yeah. Because you always link it back to like, oh, I can't wait to do this with Livy. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say, oh my God, I'm so excited to go to the gas station right now because sometimes I feel that way. Oh, I get well, excited that... to, you need gas in the car? I'll get it for you. Let me, let me yeah. go get that. Some comedian <laughs> said like parenting is basically instead of going out for a night and mm-hmm. like, you know, 
getting hammered at the bar. It's going out to the gas station and you put the baby in the car. And when you walk around the car, that trip without <laughs> any it? noise. That I was like, good. that's hilarious. That is it's, good. Yeah. It, it, you know what it does? It real it makes you realize how little time you have mm-hmm. to get stuff done. Yep. And there, my procrastination meter has went all the way down because if I oh, don't yeah. do it, you it doesn't get it done. It doesn't matter. But I, looking back selfishly now, even when I thought I was really busy, I wasn't busy. When we talk to those younger guys, what I should have said and I forgot to say is like, if you think you're busy now, <laughs> like every, every step of your life, if you do hope God's will and get a girlfriend, there's a realization of like, yeah. wow, like there's someone else I got to consider. Mm-hmm. Then when you get a wife, then there's like, all right, well, we have a marriage to work on. Yep. We have to enjoy it. You know, there's her problems come your problems, your problems come hers. Less time. Then you throw kids in the mix. And I the know, are you going to try thing. for a second possibly? Yeah, at some point. Absolutely. Okay. That, that's something I've been talking to people. And I'm like, how's yeah. two? I, I, Talk to me. Yeah. It's, they say, well, one is easy. So that- <laughs> One is easy. That, that makes me think twice. Um, Professionally, right? Yeah. For me, it's- the intention this season of of the year is go time. Not just the season, literally. I'm talking about the year as a whole. I felt very complacent. So what I did was it was my intent to level up in business. What made you feel complacent? I One, my salary doesn't really move anymore because I'm at a stagnant spot. So I said, you know what? I need something a little bit more. So I started reaching out and putting myself out there. Um, to other municipalities, taking interviews, just seeing what comes of it. Mm-hmm. I My intention is to make sure that I'm not sitting in the same seat that I was last year. And that was one of the goals for 2021. Um, so it's something that every day, my intention when I go to work is to make sure by the end of the year, I'm not sitting in the same chair that I was in. Okay. Um, it can't always happen for people that way. But for me, I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to be there or somebody else, for me, I needed something more. So at some point, do you think there's going to be like, well, this is a great chair and I want to make these type of pr- this type of progress within the chair? Yes, Got 100%. But so it's just getting to the correct chair. Yeah, then- and s- selfishly, I think that the municipality that I'm in right now, I think we've been able to do such good work that I think that should be on a greater level. A bigger okay. area. Got it. Bigger okay. geographical area, if you will. I'm picking up what you're putting down. If that makes sense. It does. Um, but at the same time, I get it. Certain people, you know, you're in positions and then there's not the ability to move. Whereas if that was me, then I would be intentional about making sure one of my side hustles are thriving. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to find different ways to make sure you're intentional. I Business for you, you always talk about it. What's the intent? Well, my uh, you make a good point about like growing. I'm actually trying to concentrate my market which is a i would challenge you to start thinking that way too because sometimes you're able to do a lot more when your efforts are concentrated versus spread out well that was the focus for the past five years got it okay it's fair it's fair because a lot of people talk to me and they're like when are you going to expand i'm like actually i'm doing the opposite i'm expanding but not in a graphic uh graphic geographical sense i'm expanding in services Mm -hmm. and branding but you also Um, have the opportunity to make more money that way Yes, yes. I mean, in the so short, our industry in the long different. term, in the long term, in mm-hmm. the short term, I'm losing. Right in the short term, I'm taking that step back, but I'm building for a long term. Yep. Is that my phone? I don't know whose phone that is. It could um, be my. But yeah, so I'm building for the long term. So my intention is, what I'm trying to do <laughs> is, I'm trying to each year move chess pieces mm-hmm. to position myself to 
get to my ultimate goal, which my ultimate goal basically is very broad, but it's owning property, selling property, and then having a brand that I am um, benefiting off of. And then I have these children among it, which, you know, children, you know, no snooze is like an arm of that. It's a tripod. Tell Mike sent you a tripod of that. And then Mike Prennigrant. Mike Prelly Grants Real Estate is another arm, mm-hmm. and they all should be feeding into the goal of owning property um, and kind of building that passive income and yep. that portfolio. So everything I'm doing is trying to make that process more efficient. That being said, it, it causes you to keep retooling things a lot. So my theme this year is like systems. So part of what I'm trying to do is get syst- not touch my systems and change too much there, trying to solidify those, and then situate myself with partnerships brands um, and direction a little more intently this year mm-hmm. and really kind of make my stamp um, in in the market and what I'm trying to achieve, make it very clear to people. And I don't want to give too much away because there's a lot of things in the work, but works. But one of my big initi- initiatives is to up the content level um, and remove myself from, from some of the monotonous real estate day-to-day things and social media things for my real estate brand mm-hmm. and tell Mike's same brand. So there's, I can't talk about it too much, but there's some stuff I'm trying to situate so that when I, you know, when the year is ended, I feel like I'm in a better position to go out and hit my goals easier the next year um, with more upside, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. So it's part of the thing I like to do is the chess moves too, right? Like I like to think like, all right, well, I made this contact what they don't know is I'm going to start doing this thing, but I'm doing that thing so that in the future, they'll use me for this. So yep. like, for example, I met with a developer, talked to him, asked him what his needs are. He said he needs content. So I'm like, all right, great. He needs content and deals. So what I did was I sent him a bunch of deals that I found off market. I said, listen, none of my clients are going for these. Took me a while to accumulate. Here's a spreadsheet, right? So he sees my value there. Then what I'm going to do is when I start pumping out more content, keep sending him the videos. Mm-hmm. So I say, hey, listen, remember we talked about the content and this is some of the content stuff. So hopefully in the future, all of his projects, he's going to come to me and say, hey, you want to collab on a content play? Um, and then ultimately, hopefully get deals back from him. Um, so I like thinking like two or three steps ahead. It's the, the best way to explain intention is chess, not checkers. Yes. You're, that's one of my favorite but, sayings. But it's that's intention, Yeah, right? Because... To play chess, I'm not very good at chess, but you have to be thinking ahead. Yeah. Whereas in checkers, it's a very monotonous, you know, one at a time type of game. Yeah. Um, so that is the easiest way to describe intention. So, for example, and I didn't, I'm probably not going to share a lot of this background stuff because I, we talk about even if someone tries to copy you, just be better. So the food angle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a little peek behind the blinds. The food thing, yes, is its own entity. It's fun to do. It gives my clients content. The real long-term play is I'm meeting all the owners that own these properties, a lot of them, or want to buy or rent other properties. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of situating myself in 10 years. It's a big networking game. To being the commercial contact for all food places. And you get to stuff your face. So So, but that's something that like a lot of people, I know a lot of people just take it at face value and they're like, oh, he likes to eat. But in my head, I'm like, oh, you guys don't even know it's what I'm trying to do. It's very intentional, though. You so, see how intentional you are? I try to be intentional. I like the strategy. It, it's it's an incredible thing, and it's, an, it's a real skill to have, and you, you do it well. Um, last thing for us on, on the body, right, which is what you were talking about at the beginning. Talk to me. The intention 
is for me, and I'm sure you, to prove to yourself, and yeah, a little giggle to other people, that through COVID, through when gyms are closed, through when you have a brand new baby that's crying and you're getting doo-doo sleep, I'm intentional about getting into the best shape of my life. Absolutely. I, I would add one more. I am doing it also to sell more merch. There you go. Because I feel like if we both are at 10% or less. We just need a shirt that says 10%. It, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my guy. The vanilla just, gorilla. Just 10%. Um, so, y- you know, yes, the, the fitness piece is a portion of it, but intention is everything to do in your, your greater life. Yeah. Right? And if you have a direction, you're able to be more intentional. Yes. So the better direction you have. Yep. The easier 100%. it is to make decisions. Um, I have to read this email. Okay, another I one. Wow, to. you're coming with a lot of show and tell. I have to. All right. So, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong as you make an appointment. <laughs> I'm listening. I believe his name was Vedant. Yeah, Vedant. Vedant. Yep. The student's name, yes. So, Mike and I, uh, shout out to Brandon Godoris, a No Snooze alumni. Yes. Brought us in for his Warm Heart Life initiative. Um, and we were speaking to students from literally all over the country. But from what we knew, I was saying country, it's actually the world. Yeah. I was, when they said where they're from, there's a lot of Cleveland people, which I yeah. was kind of cool. Right. I don't know what Massachusetts. The yep. Mass. Um, Baltimore, DC. Yeah. And then India. Right. And then this student was from India. I yeah. just want to read to you. You received it, but also to everybody out there, what this student said. It says, Dear Mike and Dave, it was a once-in-a-while awesome conversation with you yesterday at the Warm Heart Life internship with Brandon. I guess the wording there was yeah, a little I off, mean, but we get it. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yes, your energies lit up everyone's enthusiasm and gave us a few ingenuous... Ingenious? Ingenious? Ingenious insights upon various aspects of life. I couldn't leave it at any point, although it was past midnight here in India. I especially remember you answering my question about kicking off a new conversation, making us understand with humor the unique approach that we should hold at any situation to stand out and get benefited. I especially love your ideas of bringing tasks down to a daily goal for easier comprehension of actions to take. I also loved your explicit description about how to listen more and follow up timely after a conversation and point out some distinctive aspects of the discussion to make it a memorable one in the longer run. I'm finding your No Snooze podcast really productive and I'm following all of your handles as well. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. Sincerely, Fadant. And he signed this from Sri Pramad Patil Junior College all the way in India. Might have to make a visit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do a little no snooze trip there. Um, just a really dope email. Yeah. And his subject line was, thank you for that amazing conversation. Uh, so definitely wanted to share that because that was that was fun for us too. Yeah. And then I had a, I don't know the, remember the names, but I had a student asking a real estate specific question with a follow-up. Yep. Um, that's, you, you hit the nail on the head. Half of it's just sending an email after, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Most people don't yep. do that. So that yep. was a good comment. No, it definitely was. Um, so moving on now, we've rambled a long time here. My favorite section, and you messed up because you don't have them. Dave's I dime know. of the week. <laughs> Can you in it superimpose dimes? 
Dimes, dimes, dimes. <laughs> Sorry, I got go. taken away with the uh, magic of it. Um, so this is from Oprah. It's a long one here, but it's a nice segment. You get a car. <laughs> what I know for sure is that whatever situation is right now, you have played a major role in setting it up. It is you who have created your circumstances. With every experience, you alone are painting your own canvas, thought by thought, choice by choice. And beneath each of those thoughts and choices lies your deepest intention. If you are feeling stuck in your life and want to move forward, start by examining your past motivations. So Listen, yours are longer, but they are good. But Oprah Winfrey, one of the best um, on the whole Black History Month vibe, too, to close out the month. Very nice. Um, what, a, what a great piece from... Uh, Very intentional. I, one day I wish I'm like Oprah and I'm just giving away stuff. Can we call her Opie? Opie? Is that a I, thing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Opie's the right context. But the Big O? The Big O? That's a basketball ah, player. That's, she might be offended The Big O? <laughs> I don't know. Oprah. <laughs> that's from... Uh, anyway. <laughs> So, uh, Miguelito's mantra. Ito, Ito, Ito. Uh, funny enough, it's from Kobe Bryant's uh, English teacher. Actually, I don't know if he was English. I just like to think he was. Okay. Um, don't rest in the middle. Rest at the end. That's something I think about a lot. It's kind of like the David it's, Goggins, don't stop when you're tired. Stop when you're done. Very similar, but it makes you think like you, it, it just comes back to like life is short. Yeah, so and then because it's Kobe saying it, yeah, oh yeah, it hits even harder. I mean, don't I mean obviously Meek Mill. No, this is a respectful way of saying it. So don't. So just to that point, respectfully, I'm not going to take my wife's advice and stop in the middle. Right, like I can't. I I didn't even make the connection. I can't. Now that I hear that, was she upset when I said that? I can't. I can't stop at twelve percent. But here's my thing. Don't you want to get on the other side of the finish line and look back at it and be like, all right, let's keep going. That's right. Look back at it. No snooze on it. All right. That's good app. Listen, that was a good one, as always, my brother. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Wow, that was a nice effect right there. <laughs> That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.